Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. The last one for the week, Friday morning, we are here. I've got a new setup. Um, I've actually put the camera behind because I realized when I was doing these videos, the camera was shining on the left side of my face, looked like I was a half a ghost. So this is a little bit more clear. Um, you can see in the background, it's my, where am I? That's baby me. It's me and my dog. It's baby me over here. That's me and my grandma and that's my family. Make sure you have these inspiring photos around you while you're at your desk. Okay, um, this is a book I want to share with you guys and people that aren't on my listening to my podcast, I'm just showing a book that I wrote a few years ago. This book is called Transform Now, Create the Body and Business of Your Dreams. I wrote this book um, four years ago and for anyone who's thinking about writing a book, it actually takes a very, very long time. Um, the process was... I did not look forward to writing this book. Every day while I was writing it, I, I just was not enjoying it. I didn't realize how much it took out of me. Um, I wasn't the best person in English like growing up. My enter score was terrible. So as I was writing this, I'm like, I need help and support because like this is like not easy for me at all. But it really put myself outside of my comfort zone writing this. And um, I'm, I'm so thankful for it. But if I were to write another book again, like I'd have to work on my like my spelling or have a, like a ghostwriter to do it for me or with me because that was that was a struggle. But I'm really proud of it because like there's something in doing something that like you you struggle at because you don't have the skill set, but you're just grinding every step of the way. Like so, yeah. Anyway, pretty, pretty proud about that. Now today's about um, a few things. I, I just I want to share my my fitness journey with you guys because I also want to be like open and honest about like what's going on as well. Um, but before we do that, you know, this podcast is called Can't Walk, Can't Walk for Three Weeks, Doctor's Orders. So I actually saw a podiatrist and um, he, he gave me some good news. He gave me some interesting news. Phenomenal Friday. I like it. If only, so Ange, Ange, one of my students, she's like, morning, phenomenal Friday. I was thinking if phenomenal started with an F, it would be really cool playing words and letters. Fresh, phenomenal Fridays. <laughs> All right. Um, right now, we've got 53 students achieving their dream body. They're in process. That means they have a hammer and they're hammering away at the foundation we like to call your dream body. Um, we all think growing up, what was your dream job? What's your dream occupation? Like, why not have your dream body? That's what I'm thinking. Um, sorry if the internet's a bit funky right now. It's trying to connect, mm, but bear with me. It should be getting better. I'm just going to turn off some Wi-Fi on my other phone. Okay, now we're back. So, yeah, so right now people are downloading their dream body. And just like any file that you download, it takes time, especially if it's a big one. Now, if it's a small file, and it won't take that long, but most great things take time. And you guys know this. 
Now, the one thing on the fitness journey as you go into it, uh, before I start talking to you guys about this new uh, interesting obstacle I have in front of me, um, I want to talk to you guys about the danger of the comfort zone. It, it tends to creep in when you least expect it. And and the only way to realize you're in the comfort zone is time. So I, I'll, I'll, I know everything. Like um, when I used to run these gyms, like people would always talk and I could, I know what they're talking about, but they always would say about me that they would be like, Pat knows everything. Like he sees everything. He hears everything. He just knows what's going on all the time. I'm pretty, um, I don't know if the word self, self-obsessive, but like uh, control, I like to have control, but not to a sense where I have to control the outcome. I don't have to control the outcome, but I do, I'm a very hands-on type of coach. Like I want to know everything because if I can know all the ins and outs to my students' programming, how much they're weighing, what they're eating, what they're drinking, their mood, their contribution to the program, I've seen so many patterns and I know when someone is in like urgency mode where they're about to fall off and they're about to struggle and they're about to quit on themselves and I can pull them out. I can pull them out just before they get to that point. But I also can recognize when someone's getting comfortable. So the comfort zone tends to creep in when you least expect it. It's when you get those few first wins um, and you get those wins, you're like, oh my God, I'm so much more self-aware now. Like I know what I should be doing and I'm making the steps to get it. I'm seeing some great results. I feel good. Like I'm around an environment of supportive people and they get ahead. They're like, I've never been here before. This is great. But the problem, there's a double-edged sword to that. You get into the comfort zone. It's like, oh, it's nice and rainbowy here. It's cool. It's nice. It's fun. And like all those, those feelings and emotions, they're all great. Um, If you want to get your dream body, like let's not get it twisted. It's going to take some hard freaking work. Like it'll take some... And I, I, one of my students reached out and said to me, Hey, Pat, like I see you, Tara and all the other leaders, like they, um, they do so much. Like, how do you guys get all these things done? What you'll realize along the journey of getting a dream body, you actually have to be very time efficient. I mean, you need to start prioritizing your day better. Like if you don't have a, like I talk about morning rituals a lot and shout out to Ange and uh, Aliki for like creating that morning ritual. I mean, the reason why most people are getting success is because they plan for it. Like you don't wake up and just start becoming successful. You have to like plan for like the successful day ahead. I know like every night before I go to bed, I'll plan my day the next day. I'll plan my next day. So last night there's a, I was going through this process of like just writing out my to-do list, right? And I was going over it, going over it. I'm like, hmm, like I actually need to plan time off. So who does this? Let me know if you guys do this. If you're a very productive, efficient individual, um, or you need to be productive and efficient because you have a family and you got to make sure everyone's looked after. Like, are you are you the type of person to plan your day? Like, how do you plan it? And if you do plan all the things that you need, need to do, do you also plan time off, like time for you? Like, I won't lie. The last three weeks have been the most peaceful three weeks I think I've had in a very long time because I'm planning my time off. So I'm working really hard, but I know at the end, like I got I got some time off. Most people that just continue to work, 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 they get burnt out. You burn out. It's inevitable. So plan time off because at the end of the day, less is more. And I want to talk to you guys about what I'm dealing with right now. It's my first bit of adversity when it comes to my own my own dream body. Now, dream body, everyone has a definition of their own dream body. Like for me, mine's like being like at least 8% body fat, eating 3,000 calories and and 
maintaining that forever. Like that's my dream. I'm pretty far off that. Like I won't lie, I'm pretty far off, but I'm very peaceful and content about the plan I'm following right now to get me there. Like I trust the process wholeheartedly. If you don't trust the process, you're not going to be peaceful inside and you're going to make erratic, volatile decisions on a day-to-day basis. So um, my, I'll give you guys an update. Uh, Andrew's message said something. Mentally planned the night before. I knew I had to get up early to do the hit workout, shower. I'm walking to the market now to pick up food and then back home in time for work. Must admit, I don't plan rest time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like um, when you start planning a day and you get a lot of shit done, you get really, really productive. And then you start thinking, what else can I add to my to-do list? And you start adding more and more to your list. And then things get out of hand. You start, you, you get, you burn out. Like you might, you don't want to burn out and then plan because you're too tired. You, you want to avoid that time where you're like, man, I've done so much. I'm exhausted because like, then we can get into the health side of things. you got your, your nervous system, right? Your nervous system can only handle so much. That comes through training, the productivity level of your day to have more things done. Sometimes less is more that reaches my next, um, segue to what's happened to me. So I saw, I saw a podiatrist yesterday because I haven't been walking a lot. Um, I did 50,000 steps on Saturday. And since then I've done about 2000 a day. I've actually got to five and seven, but like barely getting there. Yeah. I have like in my, on my to-do list, I'm like, try 13 K try to, cause on my plan, I need to get 13 K steps a day. I'd like to follow my plan, but I'm also not dumb. <laughs> you know, Here's the thing, right? When you have a coach, um, you also need to understand they're not the reason, they're not going to be the reason why you get results. I mean, they are a person that will guide you and give you framework, but ultimately it's up to you to handle your shit. So I knew this and I'm like, okay, I have on my plan, I got 13,000 steps. I can't fucking do 13,000 steps. If I hit 13K every day from Saturday, like I would have done myself like a lot of damage. And because I've been injured in the past, I know what it's like to push through injuries. You get worse and then your recovery prolongs. And then for you to be at 100% health, you got to take time off, like long periods of time off. And I love fitness and I love training. And I'm very grat- grateful for this body that allows me to move. Like some people don't have limbs. Like I'm very grateful and I like to treat it with self-respect and self-love. So in saying that, I took time off. I won't lie to you, man. I've put on two kilos since um, Saturday. There's a few reasons why. Like my activity level has dropped a good 80%. So 13,000 to an average of 4,000 steps plus all the cardio that I'm not doing right now. And I didn't get anyone to tell me. I didn't have a professional to tell me that, hey, you got to stop doing this. I just, I knew because all the lessons I've learned over my my lifetime of training that I had to take this time off until I get a professional opinion. So right now, whoever's listening, if you're following a certain like training planning, training plan or a diet plan, and you're not seeing the results because you're dealing with an issue, don't start changing your plan um, unless you consult with a professional first and foremost. So anyway, I spoke to a podiatrist yesterday and he looked at my foot. He's like, look, you want the good news? I'm like, yeah, the good news is like, like you don't have a fracture or you don't have a tear. That was my biggest fear seeing you walk. Like you don't have a tear or a fracture. What you do have is a lot of inflammation. Like the shoes that you were wearing, like not good. Like they're good for running, but they're not good for 50,000 steps of walking. And then I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then he taped my foot and told me to do all these little minor exercises to help um, 
I don't know what the muscle's called, on the left side of my foot underneath it, where my heel is, that is very heavily inflamed. And he taped it. He said, you need to ice it three times a day, which I wasn't doing. I wasn't icing it. And he said, you probably can't like do any strenuous walking for at least three weeks. I'm like, cool, whatever. I don't like to like, um, I don't like to dwell on what I can't control. I can't control that. I know that takes time. I know all inflammation, whether it be beside us, shoulders, lower back, things take time. So I'm like, oh, cool. What's the plan? He's like, I sit three times a day, um, do these little mini exercises, your rehab. I'm like, okay, cool. And then in two weeks time, come back to me. I'm like, all right, done. But in saying that, like, I won't lie to you as well. Like I'm not phase like one, I'm not phase one bit. I told my coach, I'm like, I'm not getting the step target. I'm not doing the cardio and I'm cool with it. Cause next year I'm competing and, like I have a philosophy in saying you can lose the battle and win the war. Let me repeat that. Lose the battle, win the war. The battle is with your dream body. Yeah. That's the ultimate boss. That's the battle, baby. That's where we're going. That's your degree. That's your freaking uh, masters. That's your year 12. That's your exam. And that shit takes a lot of tests to get up to the final exam. So right now, like this test I'm in, I'm like, hmm, let me pass this test first. It's going to, it's like one step forward, 20 steps, uh, one step back, 20 steps forward, like literally. And I'm so cool with it. So anyway, I haven't been able to like do my 13,000 steps. I haven't been able to do my cardio. I haven't been able to do any of that. But in replacement of that, there was a lot of, like, that's a lot of time. And I work a lot. So I don't want to spend, I don't want to replace that time by working more or just, so what I did, I um I transitioned all my cardio sessions to yoga sessions. So I'm doing a lot more yoga in the morning now. I've also tr- transitioned my um my walking to like I do a lot of I just do a lot of ab stuff at home. So I don't do extra workouts because my workouts are pretty intense right now. They're like when I get to the gym and I train for an hour. That hour, like I'm not I'm not messaging clients. I'm not messaging friends. I'm not scrolling on Instagram or Facebook. I am fucking training. Like I'm I'm focusing so heavily on what's in front of me. So the workouts are fine. Now in saying that I can't do extra workouts because that's going to take away from my fundamental exercises. So what I'm doing, I'm doing abs. So like there's this YouTube video. I don't know what the guy's called. He's shredded and he's got like a freaking APAC. And I'm like, let me go do this workout real quick. So every second day I'll do an ab workout. It goes for like 15 minutes. I feel good. I feel good. So I've been doing that. Um, yeah, and like in hindsight too, I've actually have more energy to smash my workouts and bring more intensity. So, yeah, I can't really walk for the next three weeks. Um, I'm going to listen to the professionals because the worst thing you can do right now is get in your own way. Who what did Taryn say? Taryn said, I always plan my week on a Sunday and review night before. I add self-care time every week at least two hours. Color blocking, I love it. Yeah, I can see that like Taryn's an individual who I've gotten to know over the last few months being one of my students and also helping out a lot of people in our dream team community. Um, the reason why she's lost 20 kilos, the reason why is she's like very highly successful in her career. She's, she obviously plans. Like if you don't plan, if you don't, I got to say, if you prepare to plan or prepare to fail, that's it. You, you can't just wish things into existence. You need to plan these things. So yeah, I'm like um, two weeks Two weeks ago, I was 79 kilograms, and I haven't seen that number on the scale forever. And I was really, really happy because I'm like, yeah, I got back to 70s and I'm 30 years old. My metabolism slowed down. I don't have the same 
oomph that I did in my 20s. I was telling myself all these bullshit lies. And then um, when I got to the number, I'm like, oh, destroyed that beast. Like, I won that war. And now I'm like back up to 81. <laughs> I put on a bit of, I put on two kilograms. I think it's a bit of muscle, a bit of fat, but I'm so cool with it. I'm so cool with it because I'm very peaceful about the process. And that's what I recommend to a lot of uh, my students who are listening or anyone who's thinking about going into our dream body challenge one day. I mean, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while and you're not getting the results and you're just listening, consuming, I really suggest you reach out and get some fucking help and do something to get on a journey. Like sometimes if you're stuck in procrastination, the best thing you can do is do something completely out of the ordinary. It's like, whoa, let me let me get help. Let, let me get support. Let me do something I've never done before and do my own challenge. What's it like doing a 16-week dream body challenge? What what could I achieve? Like just step into that. Um, and in saying that, like for anyone that's, you know, has the, if you look at um, the scale, right? If you measure success on the scale and the scale changes every day, like Monday goes up, Tuesday goes down, Wednesday, it's not the best indicator of success. It's one measure of performance and you need to collect an average. So the best way to find out what you actually weigh is to weigh out what you weigh every day divided by seven. So for example, Sunday hits. Well, let's say you weigh 70 kilograms on Monday and then 72 on Tuesday, 71 on Wednesday. It shouldn't fluctuate that much, but if it did, it's up and down, up and down. Well, you you want to like put all those numbers together. So 70 plus 72 plus 71 plus 70 plus 72. Add all your weighing days for seven days and then divide that number by um, seven. And that gets your average. So that's the average. And it tells you over a weekly basis of how much you actually lost. Do not... And I've done this so many times and it fucks your emotions so bad. Don't, it's kind of like getting caught up in your own emotions. You know, when someone, your friend tells you their issue or their problems about what they're dealing with in their relationships or in their career and every day is different, but you sitting back and not judging them, you actually listen. And over seven days, you look at them like, you know, you're in a way better position than you were in, were in Monday. Like you achieve this and that but you were freaking out on Wednesday. Like we've all been there before. You look at someone like really emotional about um, what they're doing and they don't like the number or they don't like the, it's called instant gratification. We're always searching for instant gratification for success. And although that's cool and I, I employ all my students to celebrate every win, but when there isn't a win, it's a lesson. And you, it's actually virtually impossible to continually win. Like I put up, a, and I want to be very transparent. I put up a post this morning on Adrian. He's lost 10 kilos in, uh, in like five, six weeks and he's still getting lean. His abs are popping out and I love sharing his progress. Like this is the progress, but don't get it twisted. Like it, there's ups and downs with any journey. Like he's dealing with some stuff right now and like I, I get it. I understand like these things happen in everyday life. But what's even more impressive, what is always more impressive to me is the fact that when you go through shit and you're still sticking to the plan, like that is a character trait that you should be very proud of because it's easy to get wins when it's easy. Like what I get more impressed by is when things are like hitting you hard because I'll see a journey, right? I'll see a fitness journey. I'm like, whoa, that 16 weeks for you was incredible. Like nothing went wrong. <laughs> like nothing went wrong. Everything went according to plan. But I wish I could say that about everyone. Like having taken like 1,500 people on this same freaking challenge, I see ups and downs. And I see some people like get through the challenge with no like 
real like obstacles then i get through some challenges and i'm like usama who's lost like seven kilograms in the last six weeks he had to isolate for two weeks yeah so someone had COVID, he had to isolate for two weeks he couldn't leave the house and the biggest thing was i got on the phone with him i'm like look we need to maintain the weight that we're at and that's a win and he's like i'm so used to dropping a kilo two kilos every week i'm like you have no like understanding of like how movement plays a big factor in your metabolic rate your your total daily expenditure um consists of like three things one um the thermic effect your body has on food and energy so meaning how fast you can burn food your your daily activities throughout the day they don't include exercise it could be washing cleaning walking your dog um moving around the house exercise and how much calories you put in your body like all these things play a factor we're taking a big component out which is like your daily activity schedule and all you can rely now on is working out at home and eating good but we're taking a big chunk of your your the process of these results so when we were talking i said look maintenance right now for the next two weeks is key so we got to like one one we started at like 126 i think and then we got to 119 and then I said, okay, at 119, we need to stay at 119 for two weeks. He, got, he he fluctuated between 119 and 120. And now he's out. Now he's back at once. Now he's down to, he messaged me this morning, he's at 117. I mean, that is what we call pivoting. And if you don't pivot on your fitness journey, like I know some of you guys reach out to me and say, hey, Pat, like I need to cook for the rest of my family. And I'm really struggling with this meal plan right now. I'm like, look, this is going to be a process. This will be a process and we need to get everyone involved. Like you can't isolate yourself from your family. You can't just make food for your family and go hide in your bedroom and eat your like meal prep food. Like that's not going to work. And I've had this conversation many times the last few weeks. You have to get everyone on board, but you also have to make it flexible enough where you still get your your foods in, but also include everyone else. And it's all in the detail, devil in the detail, okay? It's not just following a training plan or a customized nutrition plan. It's understanding that people are involved in your journey as well. And you should embrace that because at the end of the day, they might ask like whether people support you or not, two things could happen. One, you get a friend or a family member. It's like, fuck yeah, girl. Or fuck yeah, man. Keep going. I love it. I love seeing you happy. You get the other person who is loved for you because of blood, but they are like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? You're not eating a lot or you're eating too much. They become like your coach, even though they have no credentials or no proven results or any track record to say they can give you advice on any of this stuff. And anyway, the best thing you can do is here. Like I've had this conversation many times. They'll ask you why you're doing what you're doing. Like, hey, James or Amy, why are you doing this challenge? Like, just live a little, like relax, chill. You don't have to do all these meal prepping like why prep your food just go uber eats relax we're in a pandemic like they'll ask you why if you stick to your journey long enough the next beautiful question they're going to ask you is how are you doing this and that is the sign of success a light bulb moment will go off when you are two steps in in front of everyone so like just know that like and like if i'm coaching you just understand this stick to your plan stick to your route embrace other people's differences understand that there are their own journey as well and they're not probably on the same pathway as you and that's okay but the best thing you can do to help them is not to like 
shove principles down their throat and like, you have to eat this. My coach said that. No, don't do that. The best thing you can do is just follow your path, get great results, stay positive, stay in your grind and let them come to you. And they're like, hey, girl, you've lost so much weight. What are you like? I'm so sorry. Like, can you teach me how to do this? And that's when all the blinkers will go off. Then you step into becoming a leader. Then you step into becoming a leader. I think one of the most beautiful things you can do is share your success. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. Sharing your wins with people is one of the best feelings that like price can't buy. Like um, I had this, I did this on another podcast, but for my new listeners and people that are tuning in right now, I want you to try this with your friend, your brother, your sister, your significant other. Try this. <laughs> it's called testing your friendship or co- it's called testing your support network. I do it all the time. I haven't, I, I need to do it more, but do this, right? So um, one of my best friends uh, who I like, have been like hanging out with, like he, he became my best friend. I started changing. And when I started changing, I had to introduce new energies into my life. And this guy, like he just got me, I shared a win with him and he was celebrating harder than I did. And he's not a client of mine. He owes me nothing. Like I just shared with it and he was so happy for me. He stopped everything. And he's like, we need to celebrate. I'm like, who is this guy? Like he, he made me feel good instantly. And I received that. So do this with one of your friends. And then I'll go to like an old school friend who I've known forever or I'll go to like a sibling or I'll go to like a family member. And I'll be like, hey, guess what I did today? This is what I did. And then it's silence and blank. Like I'll tell you a funny story. So I was at my mom's and um, I said to my mom and my little brother, hey guys, I got some big news. And they're like, what, 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 what's going on? And I said to him, well, I don't know if you guys are ready to hear it. I was trying to amp them up. They're like, no, just tell us. I said, look, I'm, I'm making a really big decision for me and I'm really, I can't wait. I'm fucking nervous and excited. It's like, okay. And I said to him, look, I'm moving to Gold Coast. They all looked at me in my eyes. And as soon as I said, I'm moving to the Gold Coast, my brother and my mom just looked down and continued doing their work. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. I fucking died inside. And the reason why it was funny to me and I wasn't hurt by it because I kind of knew their reaction. I don't expect my mom who raised four boys to care if one of her sons is going over to the other side of the state. And the reason why, and the reason why um, she had no reaction because she's so used to me and my brothers being so independent because she brought up four independent boys. Like that was, I don't like, I don't take any offense to that at all. I just understand why she didn't react the way she reacted. I knew what she was going to say next. She's like, hey, do you have the money for that? Hey, are you sure? You cope? I know she's a mum. Like she was just being overprotective. But I just wanted to test this theory out. (laughs) Oh, it was was freaking hilarious. Um, But then I'll share this with like one of my my good friends. And then he's like, man, you're going to surfers? Bro, come to Sydney, man. Like I'm at Sydney right now. I know we got heaps of cases, but like, fuck, if you come here, we could hang out. We could start this apparel company, man. We do so much together. And I'm like, man, I love this guy's energy. I fucking love this guy's energy. And um, so do this, do, do that with one of your friends or siblings or someone and don't take it like to heart. It's just a little test. Like I like to test, I like to test friendship levels every now and then and test who's going to support my wins. 
so yeah, try it, like share a win and see how the other person reacts. Um, you know, what's really interesting. And like, this is more like furthering on this point. And like, you could suss this out too. The same people that don't clap for you who are supposedly your loved ones, tell them one of your losses. See what happens then. Two things can happen. One, they connect with you in a vulnerable level that allows them to like share their vulnerabilities and share their, um, share their like stuff that they're going through, which is cool. Or they could like start, <laughs> this happens a lot. I do this to my older brother and he'll be like, if I share our own vulnerability with him, he will just like all of a sudden, I don't know. He just steps into this monster and like, yeah, you need to do this. Or like, yeah, the reason why, like he'll start putting his coaching hat on. I'm like, I didn't ask for coaching right now. I didn't ask for coaching, <laughs> but I, it could be like a brotherly ego thing. Cause we always wanted to one up each other. So if one of us show like signs of weaknesses, like the other one wants to like pretend that they can help. It's a, I think it's a power thing. I don't know, <laughs> but like, try it, try sharing your wins, share your struggles. Um, and you, you will build connection. If you, if you have trouble connecting with people, try doing this. Cause I, for me, I, um, I, like growing up, I had to be very independent because like, I didn't really have much of like a, a father figure. So my mom told me to like fend for myself. So it, I didn't really, I felt very disconnected to a lot of people growing up. And, um, when I started learning through, like I got into certain relationships in my life and these relationships taught me how to like share feelings and shit. <laughs> I didn't know how to do this. So I started doing that. I'm like, Oh, I feel way more connected to people every time I share wins or I share my struggles. Like that's how we connect. Um, yeah, try it. See how you go. Um, you, you'll find out who's actually there for you. Who's going to lift you up, who might not be there later on and, um, who you can bring along the way to, to success. Yeah, Tammy, I was really nervous and excited to tell her um, like that I was moving, but she seemed not to care. You know, the beautiful thing is I I, I have a vision board. I'll leave you guys with this because I'm, I'm ranting now. I um, I have a vision board and I got, I got three, but it's at a point now where I'm actually going to create a massive canva of my vision board for 2022 because this year has been ridiculous for me. I never thought in a million years that because last year was the worst year of my life, 50K in debt, fattest version of me, addicted to drugs, like nothing compared to the year I had last year. This year has completely turned around 180. And because I'm on this like journey of like success and wins and good relationship, good people around me, challenging myself again and having self-belief and having an abundance mentality, I never had on this stuff. I've never been so disciplined in my life. I've got 500 downloads. Um, we've got 53 students achieving the dream body. Like all these wins are happening. And I'm just thinking like, how do I double down on this? Cause I don't, I'm scared to lose it. So next year um, I've created a vision board for next year, but I'm actually going to get it printed out on a Canva. So a massive Canva board sketched in like properly sketched in and do doing it properly. Now on one of my vision boards I have in front of me right now, it has something to do with my mom. I said, look, when I start making money, I don't, I've had money before and I've blown it and I don't know where the fuck it is, but now like I will either reinvest my money into a business or I'll on one of my goals is like, I'm going to put a certain amount of dollars aside and give it to my mom every week. My mom doesn't need the money. Like she's good, but I know whenever I buy her gifts or presents, she might be listening to this or not. I don't care. She doesn't even let me know that she listens to this, but I can see her watching sometimes. But every time I buy her a gift for Mother's Day or her birthday or whatever, like she'll be like, 
I like it, appreciative, but like when the emotions come down and no one's around, like the, the week after, she'll say to me, you know, like next time, just give me money. <laughs> She's like, just give me money. And like, you think I'm direct and blunt and straightforward? I, I'm like 10% of that. Like my, I get it from my mom. She's more blunt and straightforward than I am. Just give me cash. I'm like, okay, she's been telling me this for a few years. Why don't I just give her cash every week? So I've been giving her money every week. Like I said, and um, you know what was the most beautiful thing in the world? It like really hit hard for me. It fucked me up all fuzzy and shit inside. Um, she, uh, I, I like every, every year for her birthday or Mother's Day, me and my brother, me and my older brother, me and Anthony, we strive to like get her attention and like we want to be the favorite son like i'll buy her a gift and me and my brother always have this like competition like like if he always susses it out he's like what'd you get her and if i said her i said to him i'm buying her like a 600 hundred dollar watch he'll be like okay and then the next week this he's sly yeah he's he's eight years older than me so he's got a lot more wisdom than i do so he's like okay and then he buys her like a thousand dollar freaking like iPad or some shit. And I'm like, fuck. Or like, I'll buy her like a Swarovski like bracelet and he'll go buy her a fucking a, a necklace, double the price or something like that. And he always ones up me. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's competition and we're striving for mom's love, but like she and, and attention. But at the end of the day, my mom, my mom wins. So it's all good. Um, my mom's turning 60 this year and uh, we're, we're doing a big one for her. <laughs> it's going to be very expensive, very expensive 60th. Anyway, my, I don't know if my brother watches the podcast. I don't give a shit if he does or not, but if I'll tell you what was happening. So it got me really fuzzy inside the other day when she messaged me, she messaged me through WhatsApp and she's like, um, the money came in. Thank you. And <laughs> which is not, it wasn't that it, those words were nothing to me, but the, the title, like she changed my name. She changed my name on WhatsApp to my number one son or my favorite son. <laughs> I can't tell you. I slept very fucking good that night. Like my, me and my mom's relationship, like we're not very like um, intimate. Like we're not very like, we don't share our feelings. Like we, we didn't get brought up in the household. Asian culture is not like that for anyone well, my Asian culture, especially Vietnamese culture. Um, it's not like that at all. It's like, how much money are you making? Or like, uh, when are you buying a house? Or when are you, it's, when are you going to get married? Or like, just fucking these questions, yeah? And I'm like, cool. That, that's pretty much how the conversation goes. <laughs> I just shut her up. Like, I didn't, I wish I knew this earlier. I wish I gave her money, money, money earlier. But now she's so peaceful. Like, like the other day, because um, I still care like about my mom's um, health and she's been through a lot of health scares. So I've, I, every now and then I give her some advice. I'm a health coach. It's what I do 24-7. I feel like I could give health coaching advice to the fucking podiatrist who served my foot the other day. I had to shut my mouth. I'm like, I'm, I need to be a student right now. Shut up. So anyway, like I'll tell my mom to do certain exercises and sometimes she'll do it. Sometimes she doesn't do it. But um, ever since I've been giving her some money every week, she listens. <laughs> so she'll like, like, it, I don't know what she, like the other day it was, she was hanging off a bar. You know, those pull-up bars? My mom's 60, yeah? And she's like really short now. Um, but like she was hanging off 
the pull-up bar, she had she ha- she hung her body off a pull-up bar for like five seconds, got off. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking impressive. Like, it's pretty good. She's like, yeah, I'm really sore after that. I'm like, just do another second every day. It's like, you mean like one second more every day? I'm like, yeah, do one second more every day. She's like, okay. But like, it was so cool to see her hanging off a bar. Like she didn't pull herself up, but she was hanging. And the reason why you do that exercise is to stretch your lats because she sits down a lot. And for anyone that sits down a lot, as you get older, your spine decompresses. Your spine gets shorter. That's why elderly people get shorter because their spine deteriorates. Um, and in order for you to like, you can't elongate your spine, but you can stretch out your muscles. So you have stronger bone structure because it's supported by muscle um, and all that good stuff. And you need to stretch. That's the best way to counteract that. So um, yeah, I'm kind of going off topic there, but like that was really cool for her to like put me as number one. <laughs> she raised four boys. Yeah. So that was, that was freaking awesome. I love it. All right, that's it for me. Um, One of my also visions, I said to her, I'm not giving you this much money every week for you to blow it. And she won't blow it. I said, look, I took you to Bali a few years ago. Um, It was probably one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had. But like when things do, like I'm very optimistic. I'm a very optimistic person, but I don't base my decisions on optimism. I base my decisions on realism, which is like what's actually happening, but I'm very optimistic about the future. So when things do open up again, eventually, you know, it will hopefully, I, I want to take her to France. That's her number one place to go. Like she traveled two years ago to the Middle East and she went everywhere. Like she, oh my God, she has photos and she screen saves all her holiday photos with her family. She went, she was riding on a camel. I've never rode on a fucking camel in the Middle East. And like, I'll go to, I'll go to a place and she has a screensaver on her computer, her TV, all the screens in her house of her freaking holiday. And she's just smiling in every photo. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, where's your next dream place? Because I, I kind of funded this for her and I want to actually, I could share so many stories. I funded this for her. So I, um, I had a meal prep company. I don't know if some of you guys know. I had a meal prep company that helped deliver food to people's door and I knew everyone's calories and macros and I would cook all, I'll cook all the food fresh and deliver it to their door. And I get my mum to be the cook because I, and I give a lot of money, like the money that my clients were paying me, I'd give to my mum so she could save up for her holiday. She saved up quite a bit of money and she went to the Middle East. And I'm like, I funded that fucking holiday. I felt really good contributing to that because every time she was overseas, I'm like, fuck, I I helped her get there. And now I'm like, well, the government's not really supporting her. She's not working right now. So let me do something for her. So every week she'll put aside some money so we can go to France one day. Like I I would love to go to the Eiffel Tower and just have dinner with her, you know, like that. That allows me to like be very aligned with what I'm doing. So Every time I can't be bothered or um, I have these goals and they're like pretty big goals and it's overwhelming, I just think about why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing this? And for people that are listening to Think Inspire, this podcast is not just like inspiring you to get the dream body. It's inspiring you to be better so you can give more to the people you love. You know, that that's what this podcast was created. That's why we had 500 downloads. That's why it's like finally resonating with people. Like, don't get me twisted. I had like, like Taryn, thank you so much. You've been my most loyal freaking like podcast listener I've had. You've been with me since day one and I really fucking appreciate you. And like, I know what your goals are for the rest of the year. And like my job as your coach is to like 
get you there and then some. So, but I just want to appreciate the fact that, you know, you've been this loyal for such a long time. Now, when we, when I first started this podcast, um, a few months ago, I literally had two, three downloads, like one or two downloads. And I have a podcast editor and I said to him, look, I'm, I'm going to commit to this every day for the rest of the year. It was every day. And then I realized, okay, I need some time off because I'm just talking out of my ass here. I'm not creative at all. So I took the weekend off, which allowed me to have more energy on these podcasts. So Monday to Friday, I do it now. Now we're at 500, you know, we're at 500 downloads and, you know, now we average between like 10 to 20 downloads a day. Um, we have listeners from like America, Canada, Africa, Japan, like Europe, Middle East. Like I'm getting people listening from everywhere. And um, yeah, it's, 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 I'm very grateful for that um, because like my mission, like you guys know, and I employ everyone to have like a mission statement because every day you want to wake up with a message, right? Like, isn't that what we want to do? Don't we want to be leaders? Like, like, if you're listening to this right now, like, do you want to be a leader? You don't have to be a coach, but do you want to be a leader for your mom, your dad, your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, your your clients, your colleagues, your dog, your cat? For you, do you want to be a leader in your life? And um, that really resonates with me hard because if you're not leading, you're following. And during a time like this, like specifically, if you're following what most people are following, I promise you, like, we, we're coming back off like a day called Are You Okay? Yesterday, I um I won't go into it too, too much, but I actually interviewed one of the ambassadors for the Are You Okay Foundation who told me his story about how he was being suicidal for such a long time and he realized happiness was in giving. And um, he mentioned to me the reason why he joined the Are You Okay Foundation as an ambassador because like he was so depressed and caught up in his own problems that he stopped giving to others. So as soon as he stepped up, stepped up as a leader and started giving to people every day, he started feeling better about himself because that's when he found like meaning in his life. And um, that message was like really, really, really strong, like really, really strong. And I'm like, there's so much correlation to happiness and giving and like to give, you have to lead. Like, and if you can't lead yourself, it's very hard to give. It, and I'm a very, I'll be very real and raw. Like if you can't lead yourself to get what you want it's very hard to resonate with others it's very hard um yeah you have to be the best version of you so people can receive that energy so that's it um i can go on forever about that topic but anyway that's it guys hope you enjoyed that this concludes another beautiful week of the think inspire podcast big milestone of 500 i'm very thankful and grateful um the best thing you can do is try is like leave me a review I have um, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you scroll all the way down, there should be a review section. I, I'd like that a lot. That would mean a lot to me. And if you can just message me your biggest takeaways from what you got, you've gotten, because I want to improve as well. I want to be better for you guys. I, I spend a lot of time when I'm not working, working on being better. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I'm just obsessed with just 1% better. So if you can tell me like, what do you want to hear more of? Do you like more stories because I got stories for days. Do you want to hear about, you know, more science behind fat loss? Do you want to hear more tips about food labels? Do you want to hear about my, um, my drug addiction? Some people I know, like when I talk about my drug addiction, like I get, ah, like it's so overwhelming for me to talk about it. Cause I get an abundant amount of people that connect with it. And I'm like, it like going back there, I'm like, I'm going back there. And like, when I talk about it, I'm like, ah, 
okay, cool. So it depends. Like, I feel okay talking about like bad situations like that when I know I can help someone else. But yeah, let me know what you like to hear. Let me know what you don't like to hear and uh, what you want to see more of. So that's it, guys. It's a Friday. It's a beautiful fucking day. Um, have the best day ever. If you're in the dream team community right now, share your wins for the week. Um, if you're thinking about getting started in your own fitness journey, shoot me a message and uh, we can see if you qualify the pro- qualify for the program. I'm only taking people that are motivated and committed. Um, maybe not motivated, but just committed to being the best version of them because you don't have to have motivation to get started, um, but you need to want to change. Happy weekend, guys. Have the best day ever. Um, and I'll speak to you soon. Peace. See you, Taz. See you, Ange. See you, Leaky. See you, Tammy. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.